All right, well, we are talking NASCAR Cup Series playoffs with a Cup Series playoff driver, Christopher Bell, driver of the number 20 for JGR. And, Christopher, right now you're 12th in the playoff standings, finished 23rd in the race in Darlington. I know that wasn't necessarily the way that uh, Darlington was going for you, but how did you feel after that race, especially having such a good car at least to start the race? Yeah, Darlington was was very disappointing. You know, we uh, had very high hopes going into the race, and – the first hundred laps were going really smooth and, and, and we were on track to, you know, looking at a really good finish. And, and unfortunately I made a mistake, got into the wall. Uh, but honestly, after the race, whenever I saw the point standings, uh, I was a lot happier than I was thinking I was going to be, you know, we're, we're still right there in the hunt and, uh, we're, we're going to two really good racetracks at Kansas and Bristol. So, um, I'm feeling good about it. And I know that, you know, my, my cars are super fast week in and week out. So, uh, I think we, you know, we have the, the tools to move forward here. Explain for fans, you talk about sitting good in the points, having two more races in the round of 12. How much pressure do you feel right now with the playoffs starting? Is it different than the regular season? Kind of how do you weigh that pressure as you enter this next race? Yeah, the playoffs are so exciting and, and so cool to be a part of. And you can really feel that pressure amp up every single uh, every single week and, and to start the playoffs, you go to the Southern 500 at Darlington. So it's a big event already. And then you're kicking off the playoffs. So you, you're, you're amped up, you are excited. And then you get one race closer to a cutoff. And then now you're at a, at, at the cutoff race at Bristol. And if you're lucky enough to advance it, you're, it, it, it just keeps going up and up and up. So I think NASCAR has done a really good job on the format to create excitement and, uh, you know, let the drivers, race it out and it, it is it's very unique you don't see it in other forms of motorsports and uh, it always provides an awesome championship race and you certainly want to win at least one of the next two races right that gives a little bit of a barrier as you move closer and, and upward into the playoffs but how what's your strategy like is it more are you concerned about points is it stage by stage kind of how do you approach that yeah i think it all depends on your car performance for the weekend so uh, you know, going into Kansas, we're expecting to be strong. Um, and, and if that's the case, we're hoping to compete for a win. But we'll know more after Saturday's practice and qualifying session. And if it if it doesn't go good and we're not as fast as what we were expecting, then you got to adjust your strategy. And it's like, OK, hey, we, we don't have the speed to go out and compete for a win. So, you know, maybe you're just trying to shoot for that top 10, top top five if you're able to get there. Uh, but certainly stage points are very important. So. Um, you know, hopefully you can go there and have a good qualifying session and, and put you in position to score stage points at the end of stage one. Uh, and that only helps your cost. And the good news about Kansas as well is that Toyota drivers have done pretty well there recently, right? Winning the last three races at Kansas. Why are Toyotas so good on this track? Uh, that's a really good question. And I don't really have the answer for it other than <laughs> Uh, the next-gen car has just been super strong at Kansas. For what, or the next-gen Camry, I should say. The Toyota Camry and the next-gen car has been extremely strong at this racetrack. So uh, it seems like, in general, the faster the racetracks are, the, the better that the Toyotas are. You know, we do really good at places like Michigan, uh, Vegas, and, and Kansas is you know kind of the three super-fast tracks that we have on the schedule, and those are the places that we run really well. Another thing, too, about the playoffs is just limiting mistakes, right? And I know that there was a pit crew swap before the playoffs happened and you getting Ty Gibbs pit crew, who has certainly done very well this season. 
Uh, explain to fans this 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 uh, this concept of teamwork, right? And how when one thing happens on pit road or with the driver or with uh, a jackman, how that can really affect the rest of your race. Yeah, I mean, you know, people I feel like don't understand that it really is a, a team sport. And and myself, the driver, I'm I'm the name on the screen, but <laughs> there's so many people behind the scenes that uh, either make or break me, right? If uh, my engineers and my crew chief don't give me a fast race car or a fast setup, then I'm not going to do any good. And and if the mechanics can't put that setup in the car, then I'm not going to do any good. And then once we get to the racetrack, if I drive the car fast, that's great. But if the pit crew can't get the tires changed, then I'm not going to do any good. So, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces that happen behind the scenes that factor into results on race weekends. So uh, I'm very fortunate to be driving at Joe Gibbs Racing to have, you know, the best crew chief, the best engineers um, and the best pit crew in the business. So uh, hopefully, you know, we can go out here and, and, and minimize our mistakes and, uh, and do a good job at Kansas um, from all, in all fronts. Is there anything that you can do with a, a pit crew swap to, to maybe ease that transition, right? Because, I mean, they probably were used to, to Ty Gibbs the way that may, maybe he entered the pit box. Is there anything that you can do as a driver when it comes to your communication with them to, to make that transition easier? Yeah, certainly just getting to, you know, know the guys and have a personal relationship with them. And fortunately, I was able to drive for a couple of the people uh, that are on my new pit crew in the past. So, um, I knew who they were. I've seen them around, uh, but definitely going to pit stop practice during the week and just letting them, you know, see you, how, what your tendencies are getting in and out of the pit box. Uh, whenever you're doing an eight or nine second pit stop, it all matters. So, um, certainly there is a, a little bit of a comfort factor there for the pit crew guys, knowing that, Hey, you know, this driver's not going to maybe, maybe I enter harder than Ty or not as hard as Ty, you know, you don't want them to be, um, you know, gun shy of jumping out in front of your car because they don't know your tendencies or, or, you know, jump out too early and get a penalty because you're coming in a little bit slower. So, uh, yeah, there's uh, a lot that goes on that makes it a successful team. And final question. I know this doesn't necessarily uh, affect your contract with JGR, but certainly the news of this week that Denny Hamlin re-signs with JGR to extend that partnership. You drive next to Denny, certainly teammates with him. Uh, what does that mean for you to, to have the opportunity to drive um, next to him a little bit longer? Yeah, Denny is, uh, I mean, really a, a staple of the sport, right? He's been in for so long, driving for Joe Gibbs Racing his entire career. He's, he's a veteran leader that we need at Joe Gibbs Racing. And uh, so I'm glad that we were able to keep him in the in the house. And between him and Martin, we've got our two veterans. And then uh, myself and Ty are the two young guys. So I feel like <laughs> we've got a really good balance right now. All right. Well, the young guys, uh, Christopher Bell and the number 20 team, can try to contend for another win this weekend in Kansas. Christopher, we appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day.